Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. I'm Val. And we have with us today from Multiplane Podcast, Ty. Welcome to the show, Ty. Thank you. And this this episode's actually going to show both on Multiplane and on Movies That Make Us. And we are, this is a special episode. We're not, it's not going to be normally numbered episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter, but we are reviewing Avatar The Way of Water. And this and is a spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. Yeah, we'll yes. jump in with all the spoilers in a couple of weeks we'll give you a chance to see it once or like james cameron said more than once we'll take a deep dive oh goodness <laughs> are you I starting was, already like I we have gonna, we're not even like two minutes long in. it was gonna take to, I, to dive into this i just i just need to know how long have you been sitting on that one just when she said she started talking that when i went like this that's when i hit <laughs> that's pretty good that was not bad right yeah i like I plan ahead. Come on. Yep. We are also We're not planners. <laughs> Great. Sorry to give away the secrets. We just show up and talk at each other. <laughs> but we're that good. You would never know. Never know. Never know. Uh, we are at Galaxy of Games, though, here in West Jordan. Thank you for having us. We're so glad to be here. Um, and this is a great space. You guys have to come down and check it out. Buy games. Christmas is around like the corner. Video games and board games and anything you want card games a lot of retro video games like i'm seeing a yes. stack of wii games there behind you i have a game retro we is retro <laughs> okay <laughs> okay well it's not it's not the current generation or the previous generation so that's pretty yeah, two, two generations three generations and now. i see like playstation and gamecube stuff yeah. on the wall that was Super, just what was behind you yeah yeah Okay, but let's get Anything into the movie. two generations back is considered retro, which is crazy. Well, I mean, you're technically retro, Ty. Oh, well, when you yeah, think I about know. Your movie, no, my gaming consoles technically are it's true. And that that is yeah. I can't hear Ty. I know. I'm gonna turn him up. Don't worry. <laughs> We're turning you up now, Ty. So, so oh, more people. Two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine was the first Avatar movie. Yeah. And. We all remember, I think, like when the movie came out, mm -hmm. we knew it was going to be this mammoth of a movie because that's how James Cameron rolls. Right, right. And all we can remember is like 3D and blue people, <laughs> yeah. um, which I think is fine. Like I yeah. remember um, Sam Worthington was like new uh -huh. to the movie space and right. I really liked him. So it was one of Zoe Zaldana's. Yeah, Zoe first... was fairly new. Yeah. It's really Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver was like. She wasn't new. She wasn't new, but She's she was around. like, she was like, we, reintroduction. She was the meat of the movie, if yes, you will. Yes. Um, and and we had Kate Winslet in the original as well. There yeah, was we, a couple of, um, I didn't know she was in yeah, the there was a couple of people Avatar. in the original that I was like, wait a second, they were in this movie, but it's I, because yeah. they were all blue. I know they she were. was in this one, but she's I didn't in know this she was one, in the previous Michelle. One. Um, sorry, she's in this one. It was Michelle Rodriguez. Rod oh, okay. Rodriguez yes, yes. That was in I'm the like, original, and Michelle yes. Yeoh was, Michelle in, Yeo the, was, in, okay. was in the original oh, wow. as well. Okay. So there was a bunch of people that we love uh -huh. and who have just gotten like bigger stardom now, but you know, James Cameron knows how to pick them. He's oh, made yeah. a bunch of big mega movies. And I think a lot of people, I'm just going to say it out loud, is a lot of people love to hate 
yes. Avatar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's true. I think as as the years have gone by, I remember when it came out, it was a huge deal. Everybody had to go see it. You had to go see it in 3D. Right. It ended up being the, the top grossing movie of all time mm-hmm. at the time that for it came out. Time. And for a long time, it held that record. Uh, Marvel, I think, was able to unseat yeah. it. At, and and at, with, that was with inflation yeah. accounted for. Yeah. Right. So it, it did really well in the box office, but that was because it was an experience to go see. I think over time, as people watched it at home, a lot of that luster or didn't, went, watch, it or didn't watch it at home. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that luster went off. Well, it, and it kinda, when something becomes popular and makes a lot of money, there's kind of this, now we want to tear it down now that it's had success. Well, but I also you think know. that James Cameron knows that he made and he intentionally made a theater movie. Oh, 100%. Yes. So he made, he's giving you an experience. That's what he's done in almost every movie that right. he's made up to this point. He pushes the boundaries. I was talking to someone yesterday um, about this, and, you know, she's just like, he just seems like he's super arrogant. And I said, well, if you think somebody is super <laughs> arrogant because he pushes the boundaries of the career that he is in so it can only get better and make it better for future filmmakers, right. then, yeah, I think he's pretty arrogant. <laughs> I said, I have respect for people that make a movie with all with the things that they're given. Right. And it turns out well, but I also have respect for people like him and George Lucas mm-hmm. who push the boundaries, create technology specifically right. for the movie. And we have another one this year, Maverick, Top right. Maverick, mm-hmm. where we had technology that was made specifically for that movie. Right. And I feel like all the jet planes were made just for that movie. You- <laughs> Thank you government. Um, but I feel like there is a level of, if you want to call it arrogance that needs to happen yeah. in order to be the person that says, I want to make this movie like this. Yeah. I want to create this technology and yeah. I want to make the space that we're working in bigger and better than what we have. Well, so, when you're working at a level where you have to be like the second or third highest grossing film of all time just to break even, you better have that self-awareness and that acknowledgement what that helps, I can do that. What helps to break even if you're a big movie like this is have Dwayne Johnson do your accounting and he'll tell you <laughs> whether it's a hit or not. He'll, so He'll just tell you. So speaking, speaking of pushing the boundaries with technology, if you remember when avatar came out movies did not come out in 3d no anymore like that wasn't no, it a was, thing there was a was huge old... delay in time when when like when my dad went to see movies in 3d and then went oh back in there the was, 80s yeah and, and you had the, the red and blue 3D when 3D I, glasses. my childhood yeah. yeah then we had like the paper the and glasses and uh-huh. then last year when i was born like we only had a few <laughs> movies that were in 3d well yeah. i was gonna say the last 3d movie that i had seen before avatar i'm pretty sure was spy kids 3 ah classic classic robert rodriguez and they actually they actually sent in like the dvd home with you they sent the 3d glasses yeah Yeah. Yeah, i worked for disney at that time so so when the original avatar came out movies didn't regularly come out in 3d after regularly well but for a while after the original avatar came out ever all the big budget movies had to come out in 3d and 2d because everybody what Avatar did, and we talk about James Cameron changing the industry and pushing that technology, Avatar said, made it so everybody wanted everything in 3D after that. Well, he filmed it specifically yeah, for, and that's it the was supposed to be. The camera that's the right. difference was, is the movies that came out after be. that were just in 3D. They were they not were converted. shot. They were converted. And right. It's not the same created. thing. And, it, and, and then it, quickly people stopped making those movies because we were all frustrated well yeah because we went we wanted the same experience we had with avatar yeah and we didn't get it and they would also do like cheap 3d gimmicks which if you go to the to the muppet 
uh, attraction in Walt Disney World that's still there. They make fun of that, but right. they would have things purposely coming out of the screen to try and be like, look how 3D this is. Yeah. So, so here we are 14 years later, 13 years later, some teen years later, some, <laughs> some <the> yeah, <laughs> one of my children's ages later. And we have Avatar The Way of Water. Finally, we get a sequel to Avatar. And the question that I had going into it is, okay, his big trick last time, trick isn't the right word, but right. his big draw last time was the 3D. He's going to do it again this time. Is it going to be enough better? Is it going to be a bigger deal? I will say this. This is not my grade necessarily for the movie, but right. if you're going to go see this movie, find it on IMAX, uh -huh. find it in 3D, mm -hmm. because you have to experience it. It, it was made blew for it. me Absolutely. away. Why waste your time yeah. at the theater if you're not going to see it the way, the way it, it that was the intended filmmaker intended you to see it? Absolutely. And, and I'm with you, Jake. Like, this movie, visuals, it's... It, uh, okay, so the first time that I rode the Avatar ride in Walt Disney World... I giggled like I was like 10 years old and I was like, this is like mind blowing. And it's when, still on my bucket list to go oh, on a ride with you because and you giggle yeah, because especially roller coasters. Yeah. Roller coasters, I, I have a specific laugh for roller coasters only, which is weird. Okay. My niece has the same thing. Make though. This happen. Okay. Um, so you know that, wait, go ahead. Ty. I was going to say that uh, James Cameron made a phone call to Mr. Iger saying we have to update flight of passage oh yeah I would be okay with that i i didn't know that but i'm not surprised that surprised me my first thought when we came out of the theater is how long before we see some of these water creatures and mm -hmm. things in flight of passage and in the disney world yeah. attraction yeah, especially yeah. with Iger coming back that's james cameron made the phone call and he's like hey we have to update the ride and keep it relevant so I'd i'm okay with i don't have a timeline but i'm pretty sure it's going to be like star tours where we have multiple scenarios that you get to go through yeah but but seeing this movie in imax in 3d was an experience that i've never it it far surpassed the first one for me yeah in terms of because i remember being in the theater i have friends who are much younger than i am who never got that opportunity um and and didn't have that experience of being immersed into this world right and watching it here i was like transported immediately back and i'm like I'm in. And, and that's even after we had some technical difficulty at the beginning and that we had to wait through because they yeah. wanted to make sure we saw this in 3D. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that they did and yeah. it worked out because I just seven minutes or so in in 2D. And I was like, uh, and then as soon as they got the 3D going and we started rewatching those scenes, I'm like leaning in. Like, yeah. I want to yeah. I wanted to explore that world more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think um the difference between this one and the first one is they really jumped into having those real-time stunts mm -hmm. along with the 3d generated images at the same time yeah. like that there was so much more of that and it looked absolutely amazing mm -hmm. um the action scenes in this movie were fantastic the and then final I, hours one big action scene yeah i mean the it whole is. last hour of the movie is probably my favorite one of my favorite hours of filmmaking that I've seen all year. And uh -huh. I've seen a lot of movies this year. I was just, that's the action that I needed for Wakanda. And I won't get into that this time. If you listened, I wasn't on the Wakanda episode, but right. um, I thought it was, it was missing a little bit of what I saw here mm -hmm. in that 
that final fight scene. And I can compare them because they both took place underwater and above water on machines with other species, um, animals, mammals, whatever you want to do. So I I knew when I saw both of these at the beginning of the year, there was going to be some comparison by, Uh by myself. Um, They both had some great things and they both had some things that I could take away from them, but I definitely think the action um, was a little bit better in that final fight scene in avatar for me. Um, I also think that um, they did a great job making us care about the make-believe part. Like in Star mm-hmm. Wars, Star Wars does mm-hmm. a great job. We care so much about robots and droids. Right. And you cared so much about the different species of creatures right. in this I, that, movie. I like that there were subtle differences. Like yes. it's a different shade of blue. Yes. And you have right. more of the Maori tattooing and and, and different cultures. The fins yeah. and the, yeah. And they, so. they kind of explain, and there's reasons for those differences. So it makes sense and mm-hmm. i like that yeah. a lot and i i agree like you these are these aren't real I, it's a whole make-believe it's world. all make-believe <laughs> it's all make-believe but you incredible. do care about yeah. the yeah. the creatures and the characters and and even the non-humanoid species right you care about in this too because they give them stuff that you care uh-huh. about as well story yeah. that you care about absolutely so um one of the things that i think as we've talked about over time that people have kind of said about the original avatar, you hear it over and over again. It's basically fern gully in space or whatever. And it's not dances with wolves. Dances with wolves Mm -hmm. is another one that they say. Um, I think that people are unwarranted in their cruelty toward avatar sometimes. Um, But this movie, I felt like the story story was better better. than the first one. Yeah. I had some issues with the story. I felt like we didn't need four kids. And especially when they're named in the Navi language, it was hard to remember their names for me. Yeah, that was hard for me and too. And so I don't know if we needed all four because I felt like we kind of got to know them all, but not as much as I kind of had hoped. I feel like um, they all, for me, they all had a purpose. Because did, when you break up, a, but, when you break down a family, a traditional family of what you want people to recognize is you have the youngest who somebody always has to watch after that right. you know and then mm-hmm. you have the oldest son who is always going to be the oldest son right right and so you've got that storyline of okay well you're the oldest and now you've got another son who feels like they're just an extra they don't fit in and then you've got the adopted um kid which i loved i loved the dynamics of how they you're all almost, interacted with two each other kids though i mean you do yeah you, well, you, well, they're, yeah, yeah they're, they're, because and, spider um, which, he's like the stray cat, which though. is a That's whole, <laughs> he's a whole different thing because he's not of their heritage. And so right. you get into this, like you don't belong here, but you do belong here, but yet they're different enough that they also don't really belong yeah. there. And so it's this, and I like cool that they dynamic, point that out yeah, yeah. of, mm-hmm. of how everybody, we really all just need to accept everyone because right. we're all a family. And there were so many different points in the movie where they bring up, okay, now, that you're here and you've done this, like we're now bonded. Um, right. And I liked, I, I liked all of that. I did think it was kind of funny though, that the only New Zealander in the movie didn't have a New Zealand accent. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. I love Jermaine. He's great. He <laughs> I mean, he did for a couple of moments. There were yeah. He slipped out. Yeah. That came through. Yes. Well, <laughs> so I'm, as I'm thinking about the four kids, I kind of, I feel like the best comparison that I can think of in my mind is the the 
pensive kids from the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm. So you've got Peter and Edmund yeah, and, C- that's a way and Lucy. Comparison. And I feel like they kind of all play those similar roles that's true. Um, yeah. in this movie. And so I do think that one of them, they could have done things differently. And yeah. I don't want to spoil anything yeah but (laughs) but overall i i liked the family atmosphere of it and the family dynamic i thought that was great and i agree val that whole you gotta accept people you know regardless of those differences and and things like that and no unobtainium this time (laughs) which was great because they do have kind of a a mcguffin in a way they do um yeah but they don't have a trade-off yeah but it does they don't go as far with it as they did with the adoptanium yeah um i, but was I do okay think with, they, uh, they, they there are a lot of really good undertoned messaging oh very in much this so. movie that doesn't stuff like being environmentally wasteful down your throat right yeah um being just wasteful in general mm-hmm. of life yeah um and the cruelty too and the cruelty just of a lot of that and it's mm-hmm. but i don't think it gets shoved down your throat no no it's it's definitely there the message is there but it is in it fits in the story. It makes sense. And it does get, you come away thinking more about yeah. that. And I think that's fine. But I mean, it's crazy watching this because I have to, I had to visually, or I had to mentally tell myself, this is animated. It's an yeah. animated like, movie. It's an animated yeah. film, but there is one scene that stuck out to me. And I don't know if you guys remember it, but when Jake comes up from underneath the water and there's some fire in the background towards the end of the film and there's a close up on his face and the light, from the fires reflecting uh-huh. off his face yeah. and reflected in the water droplets coming down yeah. his face. I'm like, yeah, that is the details CGI creation. Yeah. yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I don't think makes... he did that with an app. Like, I don't no. think that <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't he was, that wasn't wasn't the AI he was using Lenza. He was using Lenza. <laughs> that wasn't I was gonna say that Sorry, was an I avatar to... generated Sorry, by Lenza, to... but that's that's too much. Yeah, that well, I have a what... question for you guys real quick. Do you okay. feel that the reason that this one pulled you a little bit more was because it went from focusing on two main, well, two characters in particular to a bigger, like you said, the family dynamic and where we're focusing on the story of more than that smaller group? I found that more appealing, I think, but you know, I'm like Dom. It's all about family. <laughs> I don't know. There are still things that I really liked about um, the dynamic of the first movie sure. and the stories. And like with, I liked how they went back in and they showed us where Sam spent all of that time, um, you know, in the original habitat, you know, going in and out of his human body into mm-hmm, right. his avatar. Um, there were a lot of things about that that I thought were very strong. And I kind of missed seeing him as a human in uh-huh. this one, but I understood like, obviously Why? we can't like yeah it's not it's yeah. not it's not a thing anymore right but, right but i really i did love that they still had a lot of um again that those human moments next to those avatars uh-huh. um and how it just looked seamless to me yeah yeah really good oh yeah i think for this type of a sequel where you're trying to pass it down to the next generation and that's really what this does right. it brings in the next generation which is good and fine mm-hmm this was about the right amount of time. Sometimes we, we have these now legacy sequels that come out where, you know, so many years have passed and I feel like it's too much time. Yeah. This was just the, the right amount of time. And we're going to get opinion. the next one. Like, yeah. Quick, so. Two years. And I so, think, yeah. Cause yeah. they shot two and three together. Yes. And then they've been editing two 
and starting to edit three and then they're in pre-production on four yeah but that's going to depend on how two and three do but well um, what's amazing to me too with the story and with the family dynamic is we only knew a handful of the characters going into this we right. knew the two main characters yeah. you know um the jake and, and his mate mm -hmm. uh, we knew them we knew some of the other characters that show up in the movie but we didn't know the kids at no. all these uh -huh. are brand new characters and while it is a three hour long movie and we can talk about if that length is too much or not but in three hours we had to care about these characters a lot by right. the end of the movie right and we did i feel like they accomplished that i uh -huh. think that's great character work and great storytelling that by the end we do care about what's going to happen to these individuals yeah, yeah. and the world well and i yes. for me i knew i was gonna love it visually but I was like, eh, I don't know that I want to see this movie more. Because I had like three other opportunities to see this movie before right. we saw it together. And I was like, I don't know that I want to see it that many times. And now I wish I would have seen it mm -hmm. one more time before I wrote my review. Because there were so many things to see and talk about. Um, but I think maybe before we wrap it up, we all talk about like either our favorite thing that we liked about the movie. Or maybe a thing that we thought didn't. Mm -hmm. like we didn't love without giving away spoilers and sure. then like give our grade yeah i i i loved and i i don't think this is spoilery i think it's in the advertisements and everything that the tuacon the whale like creatures oh, yes uh -huh. were amazing yeah and yeah. and so it's well done ads, so. like showing all of the world the water and all of that was just incredible and i agree i need to go see it again yeah. because i think visually i'm so distracted by all of the shiny things around me right I need to go back and get more of those details when I'm not as distracted. But yeah, the the two accomplishments probably it's, my favorite part. It's eye candy. Yeah, it's simply it's insane the the quality of the the colors and the depth and the I mean water is one of the hardest things to animate. Yeah, and then you have these creatures in the water and you're going above and below and it's just it's insane to think about. Um, I I like the movie a lot more than I thought I would. And I do want to see it again um, on the big screen in IMAX in 3D. I do worry, even though that this is, I think, a better film than the first one. I do think it's going to lose a lot of the luster when you, if you watch it on your TV, and definitely do not watch this on your phone, like yeah. especially no. for the first time. I mean, I feel like when it comes like out and James it's streaming, dies don't watch it bit, on like, actually your phone. When yeah. you yeah. watch it on your phone, like <laughs> I know, I know that there are so many reasons to not go to the movie and there's a lot of people that don't like going sure. to the movies and they want to wait until it's out streaming this don't one i'm on telling one. you you need to go see it you yep. need to see it in 3d to Absolutely. get the full experience do you think that disney plus would give us the option of having this in 3d if we could pick up some glasses and watch it at TV. home um i mean i think james cameron is probably i'm sure already having in those yeah. those discussions because they've done it before yeah. um disney channel used to have some showings that were in 3d the and bank. you could like I don't remember how you got the glasses, but you could get the glasses. Um, yeah. I think it would be know, smart. It's definitely going to be on Disney Plus. James Cameron yeah. is working on technology where it'll be 3D TV without having glasses. That's the next thing that he really wants to yeah. achieve. So, nice. yeah. and and people that wear glasses are rejoicing at that how, idea. How, I know. I was the whole time. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have like indentations. Yeah. In your head how do you create? technology is so far beyond my right but then how do you but, get it into everybody's houses too like that's like just the elite people would right, have that right, right yeah but, like i i really i applaud that he's pushing those boundaries again right, right. um but it's going to be a while before it it's a norm in everyone's house yeah. um 
for me, and I don't think this gives it away either because I think that he's listed in like the IMDb's uh-huh. and I think he's I know where you're going. in, yeah. but the it, fact, I think he's in at least one of the trailers. The fact that yeah, um, they show him walking of, at one point. Yeah. In the I, I don't love it when our favorite action movies throw away their good villain yeah. in the first movie. And the fact that we get him for two, maybe two movies. I think he's two, maybe three. three. Yeah. But I don't, again, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. No, I think um, that one's fair game. But, yeah. um, and I really do. like the because I love him as the character that he is. He's not an in-your-face villain. Right. He's a villain that you probably have seen or met in real life before. Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's the scary type of villain because he's the righteous villain. He he uh-huh. thinks what he's doing yeah. is right. 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 But it's not like too over the top. Like I know yeah, that there sure. are people that know people like him in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I like that's one of my favorite things about the movie is that they didn't throw away and when. When I heard that they were bringing him back, I was like, how are they going to do that? But I felt like the movie did a good job. They did. It was that. totally, yeah. for me, there's something it was, else in the movie. I bought that, it. There's something else in the movie that I won't do spoiler for, but yeah, there's something else where they did not explain it. I'm like, they, they didn't. And I think they're sitting on I think it. They're sitting on it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, 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 I think I know what you're there thinking. There were a of. few things I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Hopping out of uh, Ready Player Two. <laughs> <laughs> If you've read Ready Player Two, that's the first thing I thought about when, you know, this particular scene and character came in. I'm like, yeah. All right. We just ripped this bit off of. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and give this a letter grade. Val, we'll start with you. A minus for me. I actually think it was probably the best action movie I've seen all year. Um, I'm not going to throw you know top gun maverick under it but i think it's two different kinds of action yeah it's very very different Um, this to me is like it like i was talking about after you have a little bit of the meg in there you've got some superhero stuff Uh in there you also have a little bit of kind of like those episodic you know fight war movies in there you've got everything because i love action movies and you've got a little bit of everything and there are some points where we're sitting next to each other and like some stuff happened i was like whoa (laughs) and then like three minutes later I was like, whoa, whoa. So they're, they're, you know an action movie is good yeah. when you are verbal about uh-huh. what you are seeing, and I was verbal a few times. Yeah, yeah. and There's, it wasn't just you. There were, it, there, the, there the whole was, crowd got into it. There was one scene yeah. where the entire theater went, whoa. <laughs> yeah, so and that was, was pretty awesome. We all laughed. And I we were happy. It would, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be in an A category at all, but it's an A-. minus. All right. What about you, Ty? <sighs> you know what? I'll just say this. Visually... It was one of the most stunning things I've ever seen, especially the water scenes. And I'm going to have a bag and a half full of like deep dive stuff, especially yes. with mm-hmm. the eth- especially with the ethnic the background that yeah. these characters have. I can give you probably two hours worth of backstory to match. We're going to make it one hour on Multiplane Podcast in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and, I had I had a few problems with this movie, and we're going to address them. Yeah, I'm not saying I hate it's it. Not a perfect movie. No, I enjoyed a- it. But for me, I'm going to be probably on the lower end of the spectrum here. This movie uh, probably a B minus for me. Okay, okay. That is a full letter grade below what Val said. So you guys can fight that that's out usually, on multiplane and get that. That's usually how we are. That's usually this nowadays. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's Tracy. It's still in the B's though. Yeah, B minus is, is still a good grade. Yeah. I after seeing my son's report card this week, I take a B minus. Oh. 
I mean, you know, Tracy, your you know, friend that you brought with us said he hated it. Flat out hated yes, it. Yes, Dad did not like this movie. And, and so we will all. never invite him to another movie Dad. again. <laughs> that's how we handle that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you'll, you'll notice he's not on the podcast talking about tonight. it. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, this, I, I'm, I'm, I'm higher than Ty is, but I do have problems with the film. But the IMAX and the 3D covers up a lot of those issues that I have. My main issues are pacing. Um, as you know, I pay attention to editing. I felt like some of the underwater shots, I'm going, wow, this is so beautiful. But then it just kept going. And while I get that, and I'm like, I want to see more of this. At the same time, I'm like, let's move the story along. And then there was so much action at the end. It was like, I need a, I need a beat. Or give me a, a small break. Um, but minor quibbles, uh, it's an experience. Go yeah. see it in the theater. Go see it in IMAX. I'm going to be with Val. I'm going to give this one an A minus. Wow, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I I think, um, man, it's so hard because of how we experience it. I uh-huh. think that makes a really, really big difference. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Um, I do think there are some pacing issues. If, if I watch this at home, I'll probably say B yeah. range. But watching it in IMAX Same. 3D, A minus. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably fair. And I, I do think there were some story issues in it for me. Length issue for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we've kind of entered that age where these movies have to be three hours long. Uh-huh. But at the same time, there were moments where I'm like, I don't care. I could do another three hours in this world. Right. Yeah, there were parts that could have been cut. But at the same time, like I, I felt different than you. Like when we were in the water and you felt like it kind of went too long. Just I was a little like, bit sometimes. I yeah. was like, I could spend in this world i could be there the whole time yeah i, I read it. so i i really appreciate it i think i would give this also an a minus okay. i think it's wow. it's that solid a movie and i think the story is better than the original yes um and i think that james cameron now ha- not that he never had the 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 confidence of the studio he did but i think with this he can make it his movie what he wants yeah. to do 100 percent, and, it's, and it's, they're gonna let him it's interesting too i read an interview with him and he said He's a much different director now than he was well, yeah. back when he first made it. He said, now ago. that I've been a father and I've had kids and he's like, my kids call me out on how awful I am sometimes. And he's yeah. like, I've had to grow because when someone else tells you that you are doing things wrong, you can brush that off. Yeah. But he said, when it's your kids telling you dad, you're not doing this the way you should, then it's like, okay, I need to listen to that. And so he said that that played into the movie yeah. a lot. And I felt that. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's some between the parents and the kids, I think there's some very real dynamics, especially uh-huh. between you see most of the relationship between Jake and the kids more than you see. Anyway, she was kind of a, a secondary character, yeah. which I wish they would have brought her forward a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pull a Tracy here and say they definitely chunked the water and I'm excited ah! to see the next one. I they, am too. they gave us they gave us enough like bait uh-huh. that we were like, ooh. Okay, what? Um, um, mm-hmm. um, yes. But it wasn't to a point where you were like, really, you're ending it here? I felt like it was yes, ended it at was the right a good ending. Yeah. It was like it yep. was the right time to end it, and they gave us just enough where I'm curious to see where they're going with this. Yeah, they left, they left enough. They did say that, yes, we will still have some water stuff, but we're going to see another part of the... Which, um, sign me up. Which, I want to see the yeah. whole planet. Right? I want to see it all. Yeah. So Can we just turn Florida into Pandora? I don't think anybody would care. Just take all of Animal Kingdom outside of no. Like, I'm talking about Florida. Just, Florida? just the whole. whole. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note, thank you all so much for listening, for being here. Ty, Sorry, thanks for Florida joining listeners. us. 
I know this was a little bit different because you're not here with us and we're all here together. It's fine. You can be sad. Ty we'll, had several you know, feet of snow to deal with. You, so. did. Love you, Ty. We wish you were here. Um, but thank you for listening, everybody. There you go. There's our review of Avatar World of Water. We'll have a more in-depth um, look at it later. Um, but in the meantime, thanks for listening. And we won't see you at the movies. Or we may. Or we may. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you do see us say hi. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been an Age of Geek media production.